South Africa's tobacco farmers have been through hell and back since COVID-19 first hit. Yet, many experts believe that growing tobacco is still a viable option for new farmers. In this week's episode of Farmers Inside Track, we share an exclusive tobacco farming guide. And Farmsil boss Aaron Kohle shares his top farming tips for new farmers in Mzansi in our Farmer Development segment. Ever thought about the media's role to transform the global food system? Dr. Brave Indizale, South Africa's representative to the Food and Agriculture Organization, unpacks this big question. This as the countdown begins to an independent dialogue on the media's role ahead of the United Nations Food System Summit. Gauteng pig farmer in Tabiseng Matibula encourages women who want to farm to go as big as they can right from the beginning. She's been crowned as this week's hashtag soil sister powered by Food Farm Zanzi and Koteva AgriScience. On top of our book pile is a global bestseller on how scientists, farmers and foodies are healing the soil to save the planet. And our farmer tip comes from Erasmus Sefoloshe, a Limpopo tobacco farmer. This is Farmers Inside Track, supported by Food from Zanzi. Inspiration for your business and life. From South Africa's farmers and agripreneurs. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 84 of Food for Mzanzi's podcast called Farmers Inside Track. I'm your host, Dawn Numdu, the editor for audience and engagement at Food for Mzanzi. And joining me is Duncan Masiwa. Thanks Dawn. What a great week this is for Food for Mzanzi as we await the news on this year's African Digital Media Awards. Now we might be a small team, but we have four nominations in the continent's top media competition. Listen, win or lose, we dedicate our nominations to all our friends in agriculture. Let's kick off the show with that promised talk about tobacco farming. For this, we head to Lalutle Farm in Kosi Bay in the top northeast corner of KwaZulu-Natal. Journalist Nicole Ludolf chats to farmer Jabulani Tembe. Thank you so much, Dawn. Jabulani, can you please tell us a bit about yourself? I started farming a tobacco in 2015. It wasn't easy and it's not an easy crop. You need to have a passion, be dedicated to grow to this type of a product. What, in your opinion, is the most important thing an aspiring tobacco farmer needs to know before attempting to get into the industry? If you want to engage yourself in such a business, you must be ready to work very hard and be able to operate for few or years before mm. you can make profit because it takes time before you can generate profit because of the soil and everything. So you need to understand the business from the onset up to the last. The tobacco industry has a reputation for being notoriously difficult to enter. Do you have any tips for aspiring tobacco farmers about how to crack this industry? Tobacco industry, it's a very difficult to enter into. You can't do it on your own. You need to have people around you with experience and be under a certain association or a group of people so that you can able to crack this business because there are few people who are in this business, especially the blacks. So it gives us an opportunity for us as blacks to participate. But at the same time, it makes it very difficult 
to enter into this industry if we are working on isolation. Thanks, Nicole, and great having you, Jabulani Tembe. Now, from tobacco farming to transforming the global food system, we're now joined by Dr. Brave Indisale, South Africa's representative to the Food and Agriculture Organization. Now, there's quite a buzz about independent dialogue on the media's role in food systems. This in anticipation to the upcoming United Nations Food Systems Summit. Dr. Brave Indisale, we know you're a woman who needs very little introduction, especially when it comes to the agricultural industry. But maybe you can tell us a little bit about your role as South Africa's representative to the Food and Agriculture Organization. I am the uh, Food and Agriculture Organization of United Nations representative here in South Africa. My role is as FAO, work in collaboration and support the government to address issues of hunger and food insecurity. As you are aware, FAO's vision is a world free of hunger, malnutrition, where food and agriculture contribution contribute to improving the livelihood and a standard living standard of the people. So my role is really to support the government agenda to ensure that issues of, of hunger and food insecurity and malnutrition are addressed. Dr. Nisali, there is quite a buzz around the independent dialogue on media's role in the food systems. Maybe we can start by kicking off the conversation about why this was so vital to add as a discussion, especially around the upcoming United Nations Food Systems Summit. First of all, let me emphasize the fact uh, that several major drivers have put the world off track to end world hunger and malnutrition in all its forms by 2030. The challenges have grown with the COVID-19 pandemic and related uh, containment measures. So these drivers, actually, if I could mention, they are actually increasing in the frequencies and, and intensity. And I can mention a few of the, these drivers. Climate change variability and extreme. The economic slowdown and downturn, the issues of conflict, all these have exacerbated the underlying causes of poverty. And of course, we actually are experiencing across the world a very high persistence of levels of inequality. And the world has recognized that the agri-food system and the transformation, the need to actually transform food systems is very central to building a forward better after COVID-19 and achieving SDGs, particularly for Africa, to achieving a 2063 agenda. The evidence itself has recognized the convening of the UN Food System Summit, which actually is going to really bring forward concrete actions from all the people, and it is actually engaging all forms of society all over the world so that we can actually together support a transformative or transformation of the world food systems. So this is the reason why the Secretary General actually has convened the UN Food System Summit. And I'm very pleased that South Africa is actually very engaged in actually having a national dialogues on food systems at a national level, a provincial level, but also I have seen that there are quite a bit of independent dialogues that actually are being undertaken across South Africa. This is very good. And the specific reference to this dialogue around the role of media, maybe you could reference that also a little bit. How do you see the role of media specifically around food systems? The role of media is extremely important. And actually, media would be very central to making sure that everybody and the opportunities for every people everywhere have a seat 
on the table to be able to engage all populations. The media actually interfaces with all societies across the world, in the countries, in the most communities where we find that maybe a government agencies and other institutions cannot actually access them to inform. So the media is central in informing the population. So that I see two things with the media. Number one, for the media to be involved, they also have to really understand what it is that the food systems agenda or the food system dialogue is putting on the table so that they can actually communicate better to the population and have them not only for to be aware but also have them engaged and give feedback remember the food system summit is a people's summit everybody has to be involved and the media is able to touch every individual person in any corner of the society to be able to know but to also to be informed and to contribute. So I see the media as a critical partner to engage and dialogue in the food system agenda. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Brave Indisale, South Africa's representative to the Food and Agriculture Organization, undoubtedly one of the most influential women in agriculture on the continent of Africa. We now change gears and move the discussion from global food systems to farmer development. Farm soul boss Aaron Kole shares his top farming tips for new farmers in Mzanzi in our farmer development segment. If you had to share advice to new farmers entering Mzanzi's agricultural sector, what would that be? Mm. Especially people really starting out from scratch. It's actually very important and I hear you actually mention a very important word start. And for me there's a famous quote and probably you've had this quote before. I think it's actually relevant to new farmers and the circumstances we find ourselves in today. It goes by the saying, if not me, who? And if not now, when? So my advice to the new farmers is that just like a successful harvest, we start with one single step of planting a seed. To be successful is to begin with whatever you want to achieve, no matter how big or scary the obstacle might appear. I think it's important that they don't procrastinate. They need to begin the process now, be resilient, stay in the journey, and eventually they will reap the benefit or the harvest at the end. They must not lose their positive mindset. You know, I've learned something very important for me personally from farmers, and that is that having hope and optimism is the foundation of what makes a successful farmer or even an entrepreneur. You need to have that. Otherwise, you are not going to go anywhere. You need to have that optimism and hope. If you could give one piece of advice, a tip to building sustainable partnerships, what would that be, Aaron? You know, for me, I think it's always the easiest honesty. You must have honest discussions with the aim of aligning on goals and objectives. But at the same time, you must remain agile and welcome contributions that the other partners bring on the table. But however, more importantly, you need to ensure that there is shared value for all partners across the board, that everybody is bound to benefit out of that partnership. And for me, that is what is going to build a sustainable partnership. If there is shared value, for all partners across the board. And then in closing, would you have any advice to new farmers that are still facing serious setbacks impacted by COVID-19 but also just in general? You know, farming is not an easy thing to do. So, do you have any advice? I think currently now everybody's adopted the new norm 
And we have to always strive to look at how can we best ensure that we protect each other. But at the same time, we need to kind of adapt to the new way of doing things and not be resistant to just the old way. of. We need to embrace the use of technology, like what we are doing now, embrace technology, use technology to the best of our ability. So I think it's really about just embracing the new way and the new norm of doing things. Agriculture is not just about farming. It's about caring, and that's an ideal worth preserving. When your family doesn't settle for anything less than magnificence, give them the best with Magnificent Maize Meal. On the field or in the classroom, Magnificent helps your family perform magnificently. Magnificent is a product of VKB Group. Visit vkb.co.za or like our Facebook page for more. VKB, for the love of the land. Thanks again, Aaron Kole, Managing Director at FarmSoul. And who knows, if you've got what it takes, you might just be the next FarmSoul Youth Ambassador, featured on Foodform Zanzi. Let's move the discussion to our Book of the Week here on Farmers Inside Track. This week, Farmers selected The Soil Will Save Us by Kristen Olsen. The author explains the carbon cycle and interlinkage of plants, animals and soil. Carolyn Sampson reviews this fascinating book about the nexus of soil, food security and global warming. Somewhere in primary school, we learn that through the process of photosynthesis, plants use chlorophyll to remove carbon dioxide from the atmosphere, combine it with sunlight and convert it to carbon sugars, which the plants use for energy. The oxygen is released back into the atmosphere and the plant consumes some of the carbon while depositing the excess in the soil around its roots in the form of humus. Up to 95% of our species diversity may be found below the soil. Various bacteria and nematoids control pests and attract other beneficial organisms to the plants. In The Soil Will Save Us, Kristen Olsen explains the carbon cycle and interlinkage of plants, animals and soil. She travelled extensively to interview and see some of the results of regenerative agriculture and is able to convey the technical information in a very accessible manner. We visit experimental plots in Ohio, farms in Australia, Zimbabwe and North Dakota and along the way receive an assessment of the impact of agricultural policy on farming methods. A fascinating book about the nexus of soil, food security and global warming. Thanks, Caroline Sampson. We certainly cannot wait to hear what is next on your reading list. Now, if you want to suggest the next book of the week, simply email us at info at foodformzanzi.co.za. Life in South Africa can be a lot. I mean, scroll through Twitter for a minute and tell me I'm wrong. Thank God for South Africans though, right? We're inspiring and even on the bad days, we fight back with a smile. That's why I love Food Form Zanzi so much. They're not ashamed to celebrate the ordinary unsung heroes who work every day to put food on our nation's tables. Go to foodformzanzi.co.za and never miss an inspiring story. You know we can't let you go without introducing you to this week's hashtag Soil Sister, powered by Koteva AgriScience. Gauteng pig farmer Ndabiseng Matubula encourages women who want to farm to go as big as they can right from the beginning. Besides giving some sound advice to new farmers, she is currently also on a year-long blended development program at the Gibbs Entrepreneurship Development Academy. 
Ndabi Singh, maybe you can start by telling us where and how did your farming journey start? I have studied agriculture animal production in 2009. I did a BTEC degree at the Tswana University of Technology. And since then, I just ventured into the farm. The name of the farm is Dreamland Piggery, which is a family business run by myself, my mother and two of my younger brothers. I am farming with pig production and maize production and we have an abattoir. I have been farming for the past 10 years. So we started in June 2011 operating on the farm. We have 70 hectares under irrigation and 70 hectares under dry land. We our abattoir is slaughtering 5 to 550 pigs per week and our pig production unit is a 300 sow unit. And what do you love most about farming? Initially I wanted to study veterinary sciences. but I opted for animal production because my parents they were initiating getting a farm a pig farm so we sat down and spoke and ultimately I decided to do animal production so I can assist in the farming entity what I like about farming is I could say the the operational side of it I am very passionate about being in operations the production seeing the volumes come up um basically seeing my team working and production increasing is definitely what I'd say I like about farming and then obviously ultimately we're doing it for the money what i also love about farming is being in a stable production mode when you've marketed your product the right way and when your product has made its name or its brand in the market and you know people are coming in and saying how did you do it although farming isn't easy it needs a lot of hard work a lot of dedication and patience because it could could take a while if your business starts um, making some money And do you have any other tips for women who are just starting to farm? The tips that I have for women who want to enter into farming is go out and search for the market first before you can start producing anything because then the demand will lead you on what product you need to produce. So go out into the market, search and then produce. With regards to pig production, I would say start big because these days 100 sow unit pig production isn't feasible. So I'd say start at least from like 300 sow unit and then once you know that you've got that market for your pigs, then you're in business. And of course, another tip, networking. I think that one goes without saying. You can only get contacts once you start speaking to people. Also with farming as long as you strategize with your team members you are able to find a winning formula and once you get that winning formula you stick to it as a farmer that's what's going to make you have a stable cash flow and once you stick to that formula you know that you're doing everything good Thank you Ntabiseng Matebula and be sure to also read her inspirational article on Food from Zanzi's website Right so sticking to the theme of this week's episode our farmer's tip of the week comes from Erasmus Sefoloshe a tobacco farmer just after this break Agriculture is not just about farming it's about caring and that's an ideal worth preserving It's yummy it's good for you 
and the whole family loves it. It's grain-filled chickens, proudly South African and mouth-wateringly delicious. Discover a world of tasty goodness and visit Grain-Filled Chickens for CO.za or like our Facebook page for more. Grain-Filled Chickens, a proud member of VKB. VKB, for the love of the land. As promised, we now hear from Erasmus Sefoloshe, a Limpopo tobacco farmer who shares his top farming tip for newcomers in agriculture. My experience with the other farmers who want to plant tobacco, they must have a lot of water. The area must be frost-free because tobacco doesn't like cold areas. Normally, we plant it in hot areas. There's a lot of market in the tobacco industry, even though we're experiencing some problems with illicit tobacco traders now. And Erasmus Sefolosha's Farmer Tip of the Week brings us to the end of this week's Farmer's Inside Track, proudly brought to you by Food for Mzanzi. For more daily inspirational stories about the farmers and agriculturalists who go above and beyond to feed South Africa, visit www.foodformzanzi.co.za or follow us on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram. Remember, if you love this podcast, please rate it and share it with your friends, family members and fellow farmers. Farmers Inside Track is available for free on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and of course also on foodformzanzi. From me, Duncan Masiwa, Dawn Numdu, Nicole Ludov, Caroline Sampson and the rest of the Food from Zanzi team, have a great week and please, let's continue keeping each other safe during this COVID-19 pandemic. Corteva is in it for farmers, for good. As a company solely focused on agriculture, we understand the impact of climatic and soil diversity, the unique requirements of each region, each farmer, each crop, and the need for sustainability. To this, we apply our global mind. With 5,000 researchers in more than 130 countries, ensuring farmers of advanced seed technology and guarding growing investments through innovative crop protection. Local investment includes research facilities on par with the best in the world and the largest private insectary in Africa. Advanced genetic breeding is combined with intense trials, testing and refinement in different bioclimatic zones to bring forth the best in-class products. Beyond in-seed value, our on-seed applied technology on farm crop protection, digital and agronomic solutions are all designed to optimize farmers' productivity, profitability and sustainability. Because by being wholly devoted to agriculture, we have a deeper understanding of farming, the needs of our farmers and the country's need for farmers. This is what drives our researchers to find new avenues for sustainable growth. It is the reason for having state-of-the-art seed production technology on home ground. Our motivation for creating effective, locally proven solutions to protect land and crops with care 
for the future. This is the world of Kurteva in South Africa. Growing progress, enriching lives, now and for generations to come. Corteva, keep growing. You've been listening to the Farmers Inside Track podcast, supported by Food Form Zanzi. For more information, find us on www.farmersinsidetrack.co.za.